Jeff came downstairs yesterday and he looked so good. And I brought that to his attention. I was like, wow, you look really good. And his sentence immediately following that compliment was, thanks, I'm wearing pants for the first time in five months. That was the only difference between me two days ago and me yesterday was. You had on pants and like boots and like a sweater. And I was like, oh my gosh, who's this guy? What date's he going on? He was going to a lunch, but I was a little jealous because you looked really good. I had um, a safe and socially distant lunch with some friends at a restaurant nice enough that it warranted something more than basketball shorts. And I have to be totally honest. I was kind of annoyed. Like I was annoyed that I had to wear pants. Were you uncomfortable? Um, I mean, once I got there and everything was fine and I got to see, you know, my friends and stuff, it's fine. You guys ate outside, right? We ate outside. Okay, I like you have to clarify that. Oh yeah. We ate outside and, uh, the, everybody, the tables were, you know, were far apart and it's just, it's just different now. Yeah. Like there's no handshakes. There's no hugs. I think there was a fist bump at one point and that's in a toast, like a clink of glasses. Yeah. That was it. And then it's just, it's just different. It's amazing what one shower and a pair of pants can do. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the success, the financial success of this podcast. Like, I'm happy that we have advertisers. Yeah, this is your full-time job. I am grateful for the advertisers, and yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Meggie. Meggie is the newest member of the Callie and Jeff family, and she'll be stepping into, stepping under, I guess, some of the hats that Callie wears while Callie is busy doing baby things. Yes, and she has already changed my life in a big way. Do we know that we need her? Doesn't the thing just sleep most of the time for the first six months? I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer. I mean, well, if we should, I would guess with you not having to go to your regular job, we'll have even more time because what's... Yeah, we're going to have all sorts of free time and we probably won't be tired. We'll probably be energized by the baby. Yeah. um, Yeah. So anyways, Callie thinks otherwise. So we have a Meggie now. (laughs) We have a Meggie now. Um, I am just, oh, thank God for her. Um, I had a baby appointment yesterday. Which is going to be like a routine thing now. You are now at the point where you'll be going. Every two weeks. Oh, every two weeks. Okay. I'll go in two weeks, then again in two more weeks, and then it's every week until she's born. Got it. And what do they do when you go there? Jeff's very like. Because I don't get to go to any. It seems like a cloud of mystery around like. I don't get to go to any of the appointments. So I know some of them you get to look at the baby and some of them you just give them a little jar of pee. 
Um, so for these, I just like you have to pee in a cup and then they weigh me. Yeah. And they physically measure the baby. Like with the tape measure, they measure my belly. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so weird. Isn't Um, isn't that one of those baby shower games that if you were having a normal baby shower, you would hate? Yeah. Where Mm -hmm. they measure the belly or something? Yeah, that's dumb. Anyways, but she measures it for like scientific reasons. And um, then we talk about what the next, what's going to happen at the next visit. And she's like, you have, you're coasting right now. Like you have three nor- more like normal visits. And then she's like, when you come back for your weeklies, then we're going to poke and prod you and like do all of this super unfun stuff. That's where they have to like make sure she's in the right position and yeah. all that. And they have yeah. to do that even though you're having a C-section. Yeah. They have to make sure she's sitting in there properly. I guess. I don't know. What was, what did they say about this appointment? Anything new? They said that she is big. So I was like, how do you, of course I asked her, my question was, how do you know it's baby and not just like the banana bread that I just ate, you know? Cause she was like measuring, literally measuring my stomach. Oh, you mean the, the weight gain and the stomach size? How do you, how can you distinguish yeah, what I'm if like, that is? How do you know? Right. Like, couldn't it just be that I've gained weight? So my belly's bigger. Did you tell her that you were eating meat sauce right out of the pot like it was soup? <laughs> no, I didn't. After dinner the other I night? I admitted that detail. I did admit to, you know, the banana bread thing. And she laughed and she was like, well, she was like, just looking at you, like you're, there's not a whole lot in there, but baby, like you don't have a lot of extra fat on your belly. So that's her. When I'm measuring, I'm fairly confident that that's her. And she measured a week ahead of time. So she is on track to be a bigger instead of a smaller baby. Which is good, right? Like you would rather have the baby be bigger than smaller. I think it just depends on who it is. Like you don't, I, I they get concerned if the baby's not gaining enough weight and then they talk to you about different stuff then. Um, and then if your baby is super big, which in two more weeks, we'll know kind of like what percentile she's in. Um, when I get to go to the perinatal specialist, the one where you get to like see the baby, yeah, um, we'll know what percentile she's in. And she said 50% is normal. Like if your baby, if they told you you were like 80% or 70%, that would be still normal, just probably like an eight pound baby. And she was like, anything over 90% would be like, your baby's going to be huge. You need to have a C-section, but she was like, you're having one anyways. So it's kind of like, Whatever. And you and your sister were both big babies, right? Oh, my gosh. Well, I think we were big babies. We were both like we were 913 and 914, I think, or 914, 915, something like that. So we were nine pound, nine pound babies. And my mom is like almost 10 pounds. I know. 16 ounces is in a a pound. So if you're 914, you're a 10 pound baby. And my mom is super petite. And she how tall would you say my mom is? Um, Eight foot two. She's not eight foot two. She's what, like five foot Five. Four, four foot three. I don't know how tall my mom is, but she's a tiny. No, she's probably <laughs> like five, four. She's my point is she's a tiny person. She was carrying massive children. Um, so anyways, yeah, baby, baby is good. I know you get a little nervous. Like the first thing Jeff asked me when I was like, baby, baby's a week ahead of schedule. Like, you know, measuring wise, Jeff was like, is that bad? What's wrong I, with her? I just don't know anything about anything. So... I assume that any news reported via text message, because that's how I get all my news. uh, I assume 
that any oh, stand by. We stand, live. We 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 live we, near medical professionals. And there goes the fire truck. Okay, so I assume that. And by the way, if you're listening in the car, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. We try not to do that. The sirens makes you think that somebody, there's an emergency vehicle near you. Sorry. Okay. So uh, I just assume that any news that's worthy of texting is, is cause for alarm. You know? Worthy of texting? No. I wouldn't tell you anything crazy over a text message. No, but like you give me play by play updates at the appointments during the appointments. Yeah. And so when you just write things like baby is big, like I'm like, oh, what did, oh, baby is big. What does that mean? Like, so I'm not like concerned. I'm just concerned. Does that make sense? Kind of. Mm. Okay. Well, we're going to have to talk more. It probably won't be until next week, but I think not totally sure, but I think I'm starting to get nervous, which is funny because people were asking me, like right in the first few months after we announced the pregnancy. Oh, are you nervous? What are you nervous about? Are you nervous? What are you nervous? You know, like just like it's a given. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not nervous. That's silly. What would I be nervous about? And now I'm starting to get nervous. Nervous about being a dad or nervous about my surgery or I nervous about the baby? I am nervous about building a good human being. Are you? Yes. Like I am nervous that when we fast forward 18 years and this thing leaves our house Mm -hmm. for college or wherever she goes at 18 or 20 or whenever she leaves, when she's set off into the world, I want her to be a good person. And I am nervous about getting her there. But I still, I have to think about it more, so I don't want to talk about it yet. Okay. Because I need to process my thoughts. But yeah. Are you nervous at all about the delivery day or meeting her or coming home with her or anything like early on? I don't think so. I think we make a good team. Mm -hmm. I think we have good people around us. Um, I have great trust in medical professionals and the hospital where we're delivering and where you're going to have your C-section. And we even know some people there. So I just have I have great confidence in in that part of the process. Mm -hmm. And then I'm a little shocked by that, by the way. Why? I thought you would be nervous about my, about me, about my actual surgery. No, I'm not because I really do have a lot of trust and faith in doctors. Mm-hmm. Like I believe, you know, so I'm not. And even if I was, there's nothing I could do about it, mm-hmm. but I can screw up the, the kid. <laughs> so I'm nervous about that. Got it. So. Well, we will revisit once you've had time to, to if, stew and marinate. If I was the one doing the surgery, I would be nervous about that. <laughs> But I'm not. Thankfully, you are not. And there is someone doing my surgery that does it all day, every day, like she puts on socks. Right. So she could do it blindfolded with one hand tied behind her back. Probably. Yeah. So uh, the thing that came up on yesterday's show very briefly about the top sheet has elicited a significant discussion 
in our Facebook group. Like what kind of a dis- I haven't seen it. Uh, close to 200 comments. What? About, about the With top strong sheet. opinions? Very strong opinions. Wait, what's the majority saying? It's fairly, I would say it's fairly split down the middle. However, I mean, I didn't tally them up. I would say it's split down the, the middle, leaning towards people not using top sheets. What? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I can't imagine not having a top sheet. Wendy Gutierrez posted after hearing yesterday's episode. Wendy, a.k.a. the queen of our Facebook group, pretty much. Yeah, she's uh, always uh, commenting. and and She generates uh, the best conversations on there. And posting stuff on there. She writes, so who here hates top sheets? Jeff and Callie said it's weird, but I hate them. They always end up bunched at the foot of the bed anyway, so he just eliminated them entirely. That was her con- that was her original post. So here are the comments. Well, not all of them because that would take a long time, but here are the highlights. Uh, very first comment after Wendy posted that. Same here. Can't stand top sheets. We don't use them in this house. Next comment. We don't use them. Next comment. Top sheets suck but I'll use them at hotels because of germs. Next comment, (laughs) no top sheets. At this point, I'm starting to think we're what five comments in and I'm starting to think that we are like the weirdos. Weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. Next comment. We don't use them either in our house. I don't know if it would bother me, but my husband likes to stick his feet out the bottom. That to me is more weird than no top sheet. Your feet can't be sticking out the bottom of your sheet. (laughs) No, I'm just reading these in order. No top sheets in our house. We find them pointless because they end up wadded at the foot of the bed. How are you people sleeping? (laughs) They're thrashers. They don't have CPAPs. (laughs) No top sheets here. I hate them. Never use them. So when you asked me what, where they were leaning, like which side they were on, uh, I think I said it was kind of even. And now looking back, no, it's not even. I am baffled by this. Also, if you're thrashing top sheets, right? Is it because one, it sounds like you're not tucking them in, right? Because you're supposed to tuck in your top sheet to like between the mattress and, you know. The top sheet, there's the fitted sheet. Right. And then the top sheet goes between the blanket and your body. So you don't right. have to wash the blanket every time you wash your sheets, right? right? What I'm saying is it's tucked in. So in theory, even if you move around... It should stay tucked in if you're tucking it tightly. And point B, um, if you're thrashing enough to cause your top sheet to like fall down, how are you not thrashing enough to get your whole comforter on the floor by the end of the night? Ginny writes this. She's team top sheet. She uses one, but she doesn't tuck it in. What? So weird. That would be so uncomfortable. A full hour after Wendy's original post, Abby steps up and says, this blows my mind. How many people don't use a top sheet? I'm with you, Abby. Yeah. Then Andrea, now the the non-top or the top sheeters are coming in and um, railing against. Then um, Andrea writes, no offense, but y'all are weird. Agreed. I never even knew not having top sheets was a thing. Me either. So should we try it? No, no, no. Should we go like a week with no top sheet? No. I think we're good. I like my life with a top sheet. 
Uh, the Facebook group is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Callie and Jeff. If you would like to hop on team top sheet or team no top sheet. Uh, teacher in Indianapolis sent us a, uh, I guess, a reminder or a suggestion to share with the listeners of The Upside. Mm-hmm. She would like parents, whether the kids are doing in-person learning or virtual learning, to do gratitude every single morning with the kids and have it be related somehow to school. Oh, I like that. Because she, as a teacher, she wrote and said, I can tell that there are kids frustrated, upset, um, angry that things are different. But the reality is we're still able to deliver a quality education, even though it's different. It's just something that they're not used to. And she thinks that if parents are detecting the same thing with their kid, maybe finding a way to be grateful or appreciative of the different but still present education mm-hmm. would be a good thing. So she wanted us to throw that out. And I thought that was a good idea. I think that is a good idea. That's the power of gratitude. If you can find something to be grateful for, then all of a sudden what you have becomes enough. You're not focused on what's different or what you don't have. Or what's bad or what's scary or what's whatever. And the good thing about kids is you can trick them. Like you don't have to say, hey, we're going to make you not think about what's bad about this. You just get them to do gratitude and that focuses them on what's good about it, right? Mm -hmm. I also read, um, I was reading about, this is like unrelated but related. I was reading about food and kids. Like I'm super paranoid about our kid that she's going to have like food issues. Like I have food issues. Do you know what I mean? Like I just want her to have a healthy, unbiased what, relationship with food. What food issues do you have? Well, just of like, this is a bad food. You can't have this. This, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like assigning good and bad to food. So I was reading this thing that said that um that if you introduce a kid to a food and they immediately spit it out or they don't like it, that doesn't take it off the list kids, once you reintroduce things to them a number of times when you are indifferent about it, um, they will latch onto it and have a better attitude about it. So the first time your kid spits out peas, it doesn't mean they hate peas. It means they're not used to them yet. So keep putting them on their plate and let them like feel, touch, whatever, but don't be like, oh my gosh, those peas were so gross. You hated those. And I think maybe uh, the same yeah. thing, you know what I mean? With like school, do the same. With yeah. school, if they hear you being like, and you know, I know there's someone out there rolling their eyes being like, you guys aren't parents yet. You just wait. It's awful. Totally get that it's awful. But I feel like it may make life easier if you can trick your kids into thinking <laughs> that it's, you know, that you think it's great. <laughs> um, it might help the cause a little bit. Yeah. And if you're a kid listening to this with your mom or your dad, um, we don't mean trick you in a bad way. We mean trick you in an awesome way. Yeah, that. The most comfortable sock you ever will put on your feet is a Bombas sock. Trust me. I was like, you know what? What's the big deal about these Bombas when they first came to the show? And now it's the only thing I can put on my 
feet. Plus, they do good. Bombas donates a pair to someone in need for every pair of socks that you purchase. Because of you, they have donated over 34 million pairs of socks and counting. Bombas have literally thought of everything. If there's something you don't like about your current sock, trust me, Bombas already knows about it and has fixed it. If you don't believe me, get over to the website right now and buy some Bombas socks. You're going to benefit somebody because they're going to get a free pair because of you, but you're also going to save 20% just for being an upside listener. But you got to go to bombas.com slash upside. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside. Bombas dot com slash upside 20% off your first purchase the most comfortable sock you will ever wear I promise when it comes to meat quality matters and especially in these days sometimes it's really hard to find high quality meat or um, you go to the grocery store and you don't know what's going to be in stock they don't have what you were thinking and you know it's just an additional worry that none of us need right now well Butcher Box is here to help you. Every month, Butcher Box ships a curated selection of high quality meat right to our house. Now, we love it. We are super big on the ground beef. Always got to have that around. Jeff loves ordering steaks. We also do their chicken. Um, and each box has nine to 11 pounds of meat, which is so much. And we keep it in our freezer, pull it out the night before, and then we have a meal of our choice, not the grocery store's choice um, whenever we want it. And we absolutely love the taste. We love that it is healthy. Um, we are big Butcher Box fans. Right now, Butcher Box is offering new members ground beef for life. So what does that mean? That means when you sign up for a subscription, they're going to throw two pounds of ground beef in every single one of your boxes as long as you have a membership. And let me tell you, ground beef is one of those things that you always find yourself um, needing, and we love having that extra two pounds. Go to butcherbox.com slash upside to take advantage of that offer. Again, that's B-U-T-C-H-E-R-B-O-X.com slash upside. You know, it's important to us to find advertising partners on the upside with Kelly and Jeff podcast that you are going to love and that we actually love that we use. And there's something that will always get my attention when new advertisers approach us. And it's this a 90 day risk free trial. That's right. Bruce. The toothbrush, the electric toothbrush that started partnering with us this week, offers a 90-day risk-free trial. That means you can brush your teeth with this great-looking 31,000-movement-a-minute electric toothbrush. And if you don't love it after three months, there's no risk. You get your money back. Bruce is going to make it so easy for you to get dental quality teeth cleanings in the comfort of your own home because they deliver refill brush heads to your house every three months. No problem. 18 bucks for that. They give you this great looking toothbrush that's going to sit on your counter. You're not going to tuck it away in a drawer because it's ugly. It's going to match the decor of your beautiful bathroom. And it's going to get your mouth feeling so clean. They've got so many settings, a gentle one, uh, one for your gums, one for your tongue. 
If you're trying to whiten your teeth, they've got a setting for that. Look, just head over to the website, B-R-U-U-S-H. Take a look around and know this, a 90-day risk-free guarantee. Go to bruch.com, B-R-U-U-S-H, and use the promo code UPSIDE, and you're going to get 15% off. B-R-U-U-S-H.com, 15% off with the promo code UPSIDE. Today's quote of the day is... Consult not your fears, but your hopes and your dreams. Think not about your frustrations, but about your unfulfilled potential. Concern yourself not with what you tried and failed in, but with what is still possible for you to do. Before we get into today's three random things, I would like to play a suggestion regarding this segment that we got via voicemail. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Courtney. Um, so I was listening to today's podcast, today's Monday, and you were going over all the different foods for the week like you usually do, and it dawned on me that I don't ever get to incorporate those because I do all my grocery shopping for the week on Sunday. So maybe you could swap and start doing the foods for next week are on Friday, and that way people have time to like plan you know, taco night or guacamole day or whatever. Um, just a thought. Love that you do it. Hope you guys are doing great. Bye. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Y'all are so Because we do our grocery shopping on the weekends too. Yeah. Y'all are so much smarter than us. That's true. So please use our phone number or email us if you have any ideas about the show. We are always welcome to. So tomorrow I will have Next the week's. following week's Got it. Foods, so you can menu plan over the weekend. All right, here are my three random things for today. If you are a person that plays the same lottery numbers every single time that you go to get a lottery ticket, here is some encouraging news for you. James Dippold, he's a school bus driver, and when he was 53, he started playing a set of lottery numbers. He has played them every week, and he is now 73. He just won $2 million using those same oh, numbers. Awesome. It's taken him two decades, 20 years. Hey, that's so worth it. So that's 10,000 plays of those numbers, and he got $2 million. I'm into it. And he's going to retire. He's going to stop driving a school him. bus. Yeah. Uh, my second random thing is if you are an Aldi shopper, try to get your hands on two of these fall themed whip dairy toppings which supposedly are ridiculously delicious and they're flying off the shelves there is, is that a, for like coffee or what well it's a whipped topping so it would be like whipped cream oh okay yeah so you can put it on coffee you can put it on hot chocolate you can put it on a piece of pie you could just squirt it in your mouth whatever whatever <laughs> not that we do that in this house or anything yeah, no no judgment here whatever whatever the mood strikes you uh, the two flavors that you're looking for are pumpkin spice, of course, and maple vanilla. That sounds really good. They're three bucks. They're at Aldi. And if you see them, grab them because they're so popular that they're flying off the shelves. And I'll stick with the food theme for my last random thing. Uh, when you go shopping, you might be enticed to buy certain foods because of words, adjectives that they put on the label. Here are some that you don't have to pay any attention to. Uh, multigrain. That's, that is no, there's no basis. There's no um, universal reason to put multigrain on something. 
anybody can do it as long as there's more than one type of grain in the food. Hmm. Um, antioxidants, they are really good for you, but uh, just because they put that sticker on the box doesn't mean that they have any more than another product of the same. Yeah. And if you have a food with that's high in antioxidants, like blueberries or something, mm -hmm. then you can then it has antioxidants in it. So it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Yeah. Um, made with real fruit, there can be any amount of real fruit in there in order to put that on the label. So gross. Yep. Um, and then the word superfood doesn't mean anything at all. Superfood doesn't, uh, you know, I think people think like, oh, superfood is like super nutritionally dense and there's a right. ton like of chaos. nutrition in it. Yeah, but it's not a regulated word. So- Anybody can put superfood on a label, no matter what the food is. Hmm. So those are my three random things. I had an interesting encounter the other day, and it really threw me off. And then I was thinking, am I weird or is this person weird? So obviously we are. Or is the year 2020 weird? Well, the, the, the reason this whole situation is weird is because of 2020. So I blame 2020 off the bat. But I was at um, my doctor's appointment. It's only two stories, right? Getting in on the second floor to go down. And there's two elevators and they're pretty fast, right? Yeah, two-story building. Right. So I push the button. I get in. And I do not plan on holding the elevator as I normally would because that's a small confined space. And even though people are wearing masks, I just feel like we're at the point where, you know, like when I'm at work – if the elevator opens and someone's there, they say, hey, how you doing? And don't even like make an attempt to get in the elevator. Like that's where we're at at work. So everybody kind of takes their own elevator. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or you take the stairs. This woman sprints. Oh, no. Putting her umbrella in the elevator door to stop it from closing. Yeah. And I panicked. I was yeah. like, first of all, I wasn't being rude by not holding it for you. I just assumed that we were all not riding on elevators, especially when it's two floor. You know what I mean? It's one floor down. Yeah. There are two elevators. Like I just, you know, when I was going up, there was someone in it and I waited. Yeah. So I just assumed we were doing that. Like, are we doing that? Are we not doing that? I felt really awkward because of course, if we were on a normal right. day, you, you I would the hold the elevator for anyone. But I just thought that we weren't. So I was going to let it close. And then she jabbed her umbrella in there. And I was like, okay, like, do I get out? Do I like yeah. that? That we're going to have to figure out the whole etiquette, the whole new set of like etiquette and rules and stuff. When it comes to, it's just going to, there's going to have to be some universal rules. I think we're in a gray area right now. So she wasn't wrong and you weren't wrong, but when we come out on the other side of this, like it wouldn't surprise me if there are signs in elevators that say, you know, please, or signs outside of elevators, like please only ride unoccupied elevators. There's a sign at our work and it has, um, oh, we have a really big work elevator and it has dots on where you can stand that keeps you six to eight feet from other people on the elevator. And it says, please no more than four people. So one person in each corner. Mm -hmm. You have to face the corners. That's so You weird. don't face the corner, but you back up. Yeah. That's so weird. So, It'd be so weird if you had, you should start putting up signs that just to see what you could get people to do. Like put it, <laughs> please face the wall. 
Right. Please, please look at no one. Blink cover, twice. Cover your entire face with your hands. So, yeah. I don't know. I would love to know. Are we doing that? Are we not doing that? I mean, social media makes me think that you and I are the only ones, like, still social being distancing. very cautious about all of this stuff. But I don't know. I really felt awkward in that moment. So I don't know if you have opinions, 800-434-5454. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. We live in Atlanta and we've been getting, we are going to have a lot of rain this week um, because of Hurricane Sally. Like, you know, we're not getting bad. It's just like the, what do you call it? Like the remnants. The remnants of the storm. Which, by the way, if if you know anyone who is in was in the area where that made landfall, check on them because they had some record-breaking flooding. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously the damage that comes from a hurricane, mm-hmm. but I think, I kind of half saw it on the news, but I think it got over the land and then just stopped, which means the rain just kept coming and, and kept, coming. Right. And you hope, coming. I think, with hurricanes that they move really fast. Right. Um, But this one seems like such a slow mover, which is super problematic. The point of me saying all of that is we have a beagle named Sadie. Sadie does not like storms, does not like rain. She would not be a good coastal resident. No, she would not. So she has been trying in this house to find her spot where she goes when it thunders, rains, whatever. And she has no idea where her spot is. So walking around the house the past two days, we won't know where Sadie is. And then randomly we'll turn around and she'll be sitting in a closet or (laughs) like on the stairs. And when we, when she would get stressed at our old house, we knew exactly where she was going. She would go into Callie, the bathroom Callie used, which was the guest bathroom Mm -hmm. at the old house because they had no windows. It was like off an interior hallway. Mm -hmm. She's very smart when you think about it. Because that's where you're supposed to go in a tornado or a hurricane, right? If the... Well, you know what they say about, and I say they joke, half jokingly, but it it was on the news. I saw um, a woman that um, was talking once about animals and how people want to like go into barns and get horses and get animals and stuff like that. But they said actually animals have way better instincts than we do. Yeah. So they know what to do. And like, if you let horses out during a hurricane, they will find the highest, safest point. Like they just know. Yeah. So I wonder if that's for Sadie too. Like she just instinctually knows like how to get to safety. But it's funny watching her walk around our house because we're not in any danger. Um, to walk a- around the house trying to find the spot. I wouldn't be surprised if we came home someday after a bad rainstorm and Sadie somehow found a tiny life jacket and was wearing it. <laughs> or like those arm floats. You know, those arm floats that you put on toddlers. <laughs> like the floaty. She's yeah. like, I'm ready. Yeah. But I do think it's a strong instinct with Sadie. Yeah, smart. It's cool. It's smart. We will go in case of a real, if we ever get a tornado, which sometimes happens in Atlanta and stuff like that, we will consult with Sadie, figure out where she is, and then go hide there. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that I'm dying laughing uh, listening to you tell your story about your awkward uh, anxietiness. That's not a word. Um, anyways, I thought it was hilarious and I appreciate your awkwardness. Love you guys. Hey, I have an idea, a way to make your life easier. Did I get your attention? I bet so. Care 
of vitamins. Here is how they're different. Here is how they are going to make your life easier like they have made our life easier. You go to takecareof.com, right? Uh, slash upside 25. You take a five-minute online quiz that asks you questions about your diet, lifestyle, health concern, any wellness goals, whatever. So it's questions like how much sleep do you get? How often are you working out? Do you have any special dietary needs? Are you worried about your hair, your skin, your nail health? All this kind of stuff, right? Then they put together customized vitamin packs just for you. They'll send them straight to your door and each day you'll just, they have this like cute little box and you just pull out one of your vitamin packs so you can take it on the go. Um, and it's just so nice to have it done for you. No refilling pill, you know, the little pill containers that Jeff always used to put his vitamins in. No more vitamins running out at different times and not knowing what you have. Care of makes it so easy. For 25% off each of your first three months, go to takecareof.com slash upside 25 and then enter the code upside 25 at checkout. So you're going to want to do both of those things. Again, that's 25% off each of your first three months of care of go to takecareof.com slash upside 25, and then enter the code upside 25 at checkout. Good morning, Jeff. Your idea about the PCC pipe for the Halloween candy is genius. Oh my gosh. I love Halloween. I think more than anyone in the world. And now I wish I had a two story house. I feel like I need to, like, go borrow someone's house and give out Halloween candy. Gene, yes. Okay. Bye, guys. Hey guys, Jackie here. I um, was just listening to your po- podcast today about anxiety. Um, so I'll let you know what worked for me to finally get help. Um, it really heightened postpartum and my husband was saying things to me about it. My mother was saying things to me about it, but I wouldn't listen to them. I would get angry. Um, I'd say that's not happening. I don't have postpartum. I don't have anxiety. Um, but really what finally pushed me to get help was actually it coming from my dad because he wasn't saying that to me all along and he doesn't usually say things like that to me. Again, that's no simple answer, but it came from somebody that I didn't expect it, I guess. So I don't know if she could talk to like a parent or a friend or someone that, you know, maybe he would listen to, unfortunately, over her. Um, But that's what finally pushed me to uh, get help. So hope you guys have a great day. And I love that you're talking about this because it's such an important, important topic. Thanks. Bye. I am listening to today's episode laughing hysterically about the infrared CO2 cannon of a PVC pipe for kids and trick-or-treaters. Wanted to offer a much simpler and possibly safer and non-expensive um, idea for you guys. So our neighborhood, we do have a lot of kids in our neighborhood, and we've been talking about how to go about trick-or-treating safely. And so decorating um, the area around the garage, whether that be with, like, lights or cobwebs or something, and then we're going to all put baskets of candy at the end of our driveways and then we will sit up towards the garage so that way the kids still get to show off their costumes you still get to interact you're socially distanced but the kids just will be grabbing from the bucket so just an idea there um, that might be less dangerous have a great day okay I feel like a stalker because I've called two days in a row it's Julie 
<clears throat> I was just listening to your Bombas ad and you said something about a hoof and it threw me back to the old promo you used to do talking about sundresses and um, Uggs. <laughs> and you <laughs> said something about somebody's sweaty hoof. And I, every time I heard that promo, I giggled. And um, I might try and find that online somewhere. Maybe it's on YouTube. Anyway, random stuff. Y'all have a good day. Bye. Purpose is an essential element of you. It is the reason you are on the planet at this particular time in history. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Remember, the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose.